Amen. Amen, church. It is so great to be with you here on Vision Sunday. And uh, you know this is Vision Sunday because I'm wearing a jacket. This is the only Sunday a year where I dress up, semi-dress up, look a little smart for you, because this is Vision Sunday. This jacket represents the fact that I'm about to drop some vision bombs. It is the armor of vision right here. And I'm getting the jacket on because I'm excited about all that God is going to do in and amongst uh, us in this time uh, that we have together today. You know, here at The Vine, we've been speaking a lot this year about dreaming. We've been talking to you about dreaming again. And I wanted to start our time together today by sharing a dream that I had back right at the end of 2018. It was actually a dream that I shared together in March of 2019 at Vision Sunday that year. And if you've been here at the Vine for any period of time, you'll know about this dream and the vision that it's created amongst us. But I'm aware that many people watching this right now, maybe you've just joined the Vine in the last couple of years, and maybe you weren't there on that vision. Sunday in 2019 when God really did change the focus of us as a church. And everything I want to say today really draws out of that vision. So let me take you back to the end of 2018. Remember, this is 2018. It's pre-protests, pre-COVID, pre-basically the meltdown of the world, right? Let's just pause for a moment and enjoy the memory of 2018. Right? And right at the end of that year, I was praying and saying to God, what is your future vision for the vine? What is the vine? What is church going to look like in the future? And as I was praying, I saw a very vivid vision. The vision was of a, a vast river network. It was a river network that spread across all of the land that I could see. And it was like in, in this vision, I was looking down like a satellite view down on this expansive river network. And, and one of the things that really stood out to me when I saw this was uh, the flow of the water in the river. It was flowing countercultural to how we would normally understand it. In a normal river system, you get rain that falls down on the mountains that gathers in some tributaries that flows into these secondary rivers that hits a main river and then eventually flows out into the ocean. Well, in my vision in prayer, I saw the water flowing in the opposite direction, coming out of this vast source of, of the ocean into a, an artery system of rivers that spread out over this whole nation, watering it in every part. And that was the thing that really stood out to me, that the water flew into the main river network, out of that river network, into the whole land, watering every part of it, so that there was no part of that land that was without the water that was flowing from this river. Well, as I came out of prayer, I was, I was pretty blown away by what I was seeing, but I was struggling to understand really what God was trying to say. So I did what we always try to do when we need answers. I went to Google and I typed in Google, large river network. Uh, and I basically got the Amazon basin, perhaps the largest river network that we know. And, and I saw actually an image that was almost identical to what I'd seen in my vision. And this image is on the screen right now. You can see this is the Amazon basin and you can see the big ocean on the side there, and then you can see this big river network that spreads across the whole of Brazil, watering that land uh, with uh, every part that it reaches into that nation. 
Well, as I saw this, I began to hear the things that God was saying to us about what church needed to be like in the future. Our church needed to be one main single river that was able to then spread out into the other rivers and tributaries around it. So one central main river that then would feed out the rest. And God reminded me that that's what he's done in our midst over the past 25 years. He's built this church step by step through the faithful leadership of many people and through God's grace to us into a sizable church, a a church that has a presence in Hong Kong and a church that has grown to what we know of it today uh, as we gather for our our weekly Sundays uh, under normal times here in Wan Chai in our building. And, And so that main river represented for me the idea of who we were in that moment back in 2019, a large gathered church in one location. But I noticed that that river then was able to feed what else was in that system. See, there was also many secondary rivers that were connected to that main river that was then flowing water out to the many, a vast network of tributaries that were reaching out and covering all of the land. And God began to speak to me that actually church is like this. That church is not to be thought of in the metaphor of a building in one place as a static entity, but church should instead in the future be thought about like a large, vast river network. And that the vine was this kind of river network in the future. We have our main expression, which is here in Wan Chai, but God was saying to us, it was time for us to think about spreading out beyond Wan Chai. That we needed to think about church, not in this one building in one location, but church that was the people of God and the people of God at work in various elements of their spheres of influence, bringing the Holy Spirit, that was that water that was flowing counterculturally into the system of, of the river network out into every area of the city. And, and I could understand that what God was saying is church had to change. We had to begin to think differently about how we were bringing the gospel to Hong Kong in this hour. And it needed to be sending that gospel out through all of us in all of our spheres of influence to bring that gospel to the parched ground of Hong Kong. Well, all of that began to stir up in us this idea of this river model or this river vision that we've been talking to you about since March of 2019. And if I was to summarize what the river vision essentially is in a, in a couple of tight sentences, I, w- I would say this, that the river model vision is the resolute conviction that church is not a program or a building, but it is a people. And if it is a people, then church always happens when those people purposely live out their faith, either individually or in community with others. And if church is its people, then we need to begin to think about church as this flexible, moving, shaped to the communities around it, network of people that have the gospel in their hearts and lives and bringing that gospel outwards. This was in March 2019, God saying to us, it's time for the vine to spread out, not just be all gathered in one place, but spread out around the city where you can understand how incredibly prophetic that word was to us as a church when by the summer of 2019, the protest movement began. And and during that movement, there was a number of times when we couldn't host church actually here in the building due to the process that were taking place around us. And then, of course, in February of 2020, COVID began, and that completely turned everything upside down. And there have been many seasons, this one included, where we've not been able to be open here in Wan Chai, and we've had to see church 
church in very different ways. And we are so grateful to us that God spoke to us about the changes that were to come and how we needed to be prepared as a church to change right then in that early time at the beginning of 2019. Well, over the last three years, this is what we've been dedicated to do. Uh, we've been reshaping and reshifting our church to live out this river model as best as we can. We've been committed as a church to really think about what it is to bring the gospel in a variety of ways into our city. And so some of the things we've done over the last three years is we've, we, we've tried to do less of those large-scale, big church-type events that perhaps we've done in the past. And we began to speak to you very specifically about a call to community, about how it is us gathered in smaller expressions where we get to know others and allow others to know us where the real heart of church and discipleship and growth really takes place. And so over the last three years, we've, we've shaped a lot of our ministries and a lot of the things that we do around this vision. I'm proud to say to you that in the last three years, we've doubled the number of our community groups. Our community groups team have done a fantastic job to say this is what actually church is about, gathering together in small expressions, in homes, all around the city and doubling our numbers of community groups has been one way we've taken a step towards the river. We've also started a small network of house churches, something that we're calling river communities. Uh, there are a couple already at work in our city where they're gathering together on Sundays, doing worship together, staying connected to the broader experience of the vine in their small home communities uh, in Hong Kong and around. And other things that we've done is that we've really taken an emphasis in the last three years on restoration and healing, knowing that so many of our city really need that. But again, not just thinking about that as us in one place, but us bringing restoration and healing into the wider community of Hong Kong. One of the things that we've done in that is we've made an investment in our Oasis Center for Counseling and Psychotherapy. And we've shifted Oasis from just being focused on the primary help and care of our own people, and they're still doing that, but now to be also caring for the wider community. And I'm proud to say today that we're actually serving more people in the wider community than we are just within our own Vine Church community. And I think that's a wonderful expression of how the river is at work. So we have shaped and reshaped ourselves around this conviction that God has given us. Well, back in March 2019, I, I had a slide up on the screen and I challenged everybody with a thought. I said, what's the vine going to look like in 2023? And I have to admit to you, in 2019, that felt like a long way away. And now, as I stand before you today, that's just next year. Well, one of the things I said on that slide in response to what the vine is going to look like in 2023, I said, I'm convinced that we will have a worshiping community of the vine that is happening on a Sunday outside of the vine center in Wan Chai in another location in a church plant somewhere in Hong Kong, worshiping Jesus and in relational connection with us in Wan Chai. Well, I'm really excited today to announce that the thing that we've been dreaming about for many years is now going to be a reality. I'm excited to announce to you today that by Easter 2023, we will be planting another Vine Church here in Hong Kong outside of Wan Chai. In fact, outside of Hong Kong Island, it'll be in Kowloon or the New Territories, somewhere there. And we're going to be planting a new community of faith that is targeted to reach the community within 
in which it's planted. One of the critical things in this river vision is that we know that rivers shape themselves to the contour of the land that they're found in. And we believe that as we send out a church plant amongst us, a vine church in a new location, it will look different to how things are done here in Wan Chai. It's going to be intentionally a smaller community of faith so that it's more nimble, more agile, and fast to respond to the social justice needs and the various needs that are there in its community, serving those communities in a way that brings vibrancy to that community. Uh, It's going to be a a church plant um, that is going to be taking that water of the gospel to a parched place. It's going to be a place where we we see a a need for the gospel of Jesus to come up into. And importantly, this is going to be the first of what we hope and believe will be a number of church plants, the beginning, if you will, of a church planting movement here in Hong Kong, where we will see in the future uh, a lot of different smaller vine communities popping up in communities around our city, intentionally trying to dig into those communities in a way that brings the hope of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I am so excited about this. Now, you might be there thinking, is this really the right time to do something like this? I mean, we're right here in the middle of the fifth wave. We can't even open the doors of our building in one chai, and you're thinking about opening up other congregations around the city. Well, I love what Pastor John shared with us back about a month ago when he shared a message on the history of the Vine Church. And in that message, he said that one of the things that's always defined us is that we've been able to hear God's voice, been able to listen to it, and respond in faith. And I believe that's exactly what we're doing here with the river model and with our church plant in 2023. It may not seem to be the best time to do it from a human perspective, but when you think about it from a gospel perspective, when you think about it about the needs that are around us, there is no better time for us as a church to begin to reach out to a broken city than right now. I've been saying this for months now, that the soil of Hong Kong is fertile for the hope of the gospel. And I am so excited that we get to spread ourselves out in this city and do some new things to reach people with that hope of Jesus. And so I I, want to just invite you to sit in the beauty of what it is for us as a church to take a big step of faith in this time and say, the gospel is worth it. Hong Kong is worth it. And we need to be planted around our city so that people can come to know him. Well, one of the things that that really excites me about this is is the prayer that I've been doing this year as I've been thinking about what is the church going to look like? How is the vine going to shift and change as we move ahead? Because it's not just about planting one church. It's about us responding more and more to the call of God in this moment. Well, there have been three things that have really emerged for me as I've prayed for us as a church and thought about what the future is going to look like. And and these three things are this. The vine in the future is going to be, first of all, multi-site. And I've already said that. We're going to be planting a church, and we hope to start a church planting network that can fill out in our city so that we can water the whole land for the gospel. We're going to be a multi-site church. Now, in that, we're not giving up on vine one chai. In fact, our eldership right now are trying to to renegotiate uh, our lease. Our lease is coming to an end in 2024. So we're already starting the process of speaking with our landlord, who we have a great relationship with, and negotiating for a lease renewal so we can retain
between what we do here and Wan Chai. That's really important to us. This is going to be a central hub of resource, always probably the largest expression of who we are in the city, so that we can send that resource out into the church plants around us. So Wan Chai remains, but we will have new sites around our city in the years ahead. So we're multi-site. The second thing is, and this excites me, we're multilingual. Now, the Vine has already had a, always had a passion for different languages, and we've made an investment in different languages over the years, particularly in the place of discipleship, because we understand that people are discipled best through the, through the heart language that they carry. And, and so our asylum seeker and refugee ministry has really pioneered this for us in many ways. And as God has brought us these incredible people from lots of different lands and backgrounds, we've been able to see discipleship take place in multiple languages, whether that's English or French or Urdu or Farsi, some of the languages that we've used in the past to, to reach out to that community. And of course, our Chinese community here at the Vine has been doing this for a number of years as well, taking Cantonese and Mandarin and speaking life into people, uh, drawing people in those languages, gathering them together, discipling them again in those heart tongues and helping them to understand God in a way that they can really connect to. So in a way, multilingual has always been a part of who we are. But what I'm really excited to say is that we're going to intentionally in the future think about multiple languages as it comes to our Sunday congregations, as it comes to the Sunday experience of us as a church. And I'm excited to say that our church plant in 2023 will be the first time that we do this as a church. We're going to be intentionally thinking that the vision of that church plant is to have a service that will be in English and a service that will be in Cantonese. We're going to have English and Cantonese, not a bilingual service together. I think we've all experienced those bilingual services over the years, and they're not always the easiest things to sit through. Uh, we're going to have a congregation in English and a congregation in Cantonese. And that's our heart for the church plant, because we want to see the gospel come to the people of this land. Uh, and I'm really excited. Uh, you're going to hear a little bit more about that in a moment. So we're multi-site. We're going to be multilingual. The third thing is we're going to be multi-platform. We're going to be a church that is not just physical and in person, but a church that is also digital and online. Uh, it doesn't uh, kind of, um, it's not lost on me that we're doing Vision Sunday this year digitally right now, that you're watching this in your home somewhere, engaged digitally together. And this is an area that we're going to be making an investment in. We don't believe that digital is just here for the fifth wave or for COVID. We think digital is here to stay. And we believe that this is a viable platform for people to grow in Christ Jesus. And actually the capacity to reach people for Jesus digitally is greater than it's ever been. So this is an area that we are now making an investment in. Uh, we're gathering people together. We've got someone that's leading that investment right now uh, who are, are to looking at what digital discipleship and digital ministry is going to mean for us. And for us, digital ministry is not about putting a live stream of our, our in-person service up on the website for someone to view. It's about actually being a church that exists together simultaneously in different spaces. Now, those different spaces uh, recognize the differences of that, but are working together and unity as one church. That's going to be digital discipleship. That's what it's going to look like for us. And we're so excited about that. So to summarize, uh, in 2019, God gave us this vision of a crazy river network, and it totally blew our minds. And it's proven to us to be the very thing we needed in the midst of the crisis that we've had. And in 2023 by Easter, we're going to be planting a new vine church in 
Kowloon New Territory somewhere, uh, which is going to be operating in both English and Cantonese. And any vision like that requires great leaders. And I'm really excited that we are going to be raising up and sending out two of our current existing pastoral team to lead this church plant together. And we're sending out Tim Buxel and Ivan Lamb. Uh, Tim will be the lead pastor of this uh, church plant. He'll report to me and be a part of my senior leadership team. And Tim will have the responsibility of spiritually leading that congregation and overseeing its operations and all that it does. Ivan uh, will be coming in to lead the Cantonese expression of that church plant, pastoring that Cantonese congregation and working in partnership with Tim as they lead the church as one unit. And I want you today to be able to hear directly from both Tim and Ivan. They have a lot to share with you. Their hearts are so full of excitement of what this church plant is going to look like. And so I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, I wonder whether you could join me as we welcome in now Tim. So Tim, come on in, buddy. It's great to have you with us today. Man, I am honestly just super so excited about all that's going to happen through this plant. And I'm really honestly so proud of you and what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life and how he's positioning you and Ivan for this next step. And uh, uh, we want to hear from you, so I'll get away, but, but over to you now. Thanks, Andrew. Brilliant. Yeah, to, to start things off, I just want to take a moment to share with you my heart for planting a vine church in a new location in Hong Kong. There's three things I want to touch on. First, I want to talk about the Vine Church, the significance of that. So here you see a photo of my wife, Chris, and me. Chris is from Hong Kong. She has always lived here, studied here, and worked here her entire life. And for Chris, the Vine Church has been the only church that she has ever attended or been part of. And she came to faith while she was attending secondary school but never connected to a church until her friend June invited her to join the Vine. So the Vine has been Chris's spiritual home. It's been the place where she's been baptized, and it's been the place where she has grown in her relationship with God. Now for me, the Vine has been a place of healing. It's, it's been a place of coming here and walking through a difficult time but experiencing community and the Holy Spirit's healing work in my life and deep encounters of, of God's restoring work. And so this time here for me has been very significant. So for both Chris and me, the, the vine is the place where you met. It's actually also the place where we got married. And it's the church that we love. And we believe in what the vine stands for to heal, to restore, to renew, to share the gospel, to grow big people, to transform, and to set free. And I love what Chris says. She says, we are viners. And I full-heartedly agree with her. And we feel called to plant a church with the vine in a new location in Hong Kong. Now, the second thing I want to touch on is why uh, Hong Kong? Why plant a church here? Why now? Now, let me, let me explain. In the New Testament, there is different words for the word time. One of the words is the word chronos, which means chronological time. That's usually what we mean or the word that we use when we refer to time. 
But the New Testament also has the word kairos, which entails a significant or an opportune time. And so right now in Hong Kong is a kairos moment. We're at an opportune time that we want to seize and not miss to share the gospel, to see people coming to faith while we still easily can. Now, we don't know what the future holds exactly. So there might be a time when we're not able to do that easily or openly. But I don't know about you. I want to seize this moment to share the gospel so that people experience the redeeming, saving, and healing work in their lives. I want to see people experience God's love, discover hope, and find their purpose that God has for them. The third thing that I want to highlight is the significance of church planting. Research shows that church planting is the best or most effective way to actually reach people with the gospel message. New churches are six to eight times or reach people at a six to eight times higher rate than uh, churches that are already established when it comes to people coming to faith and people joining community. And so at the Vine, the River Vision, at the heart of it is the work of evangelism and justice. And this is one way that we believe uh, we can carry out this vision and this work of evangelism by planting a new church in a location um, in a new location to reach people we otherwise would not reach. So I don't know about you, church, but I am really excited about this. Now, one thing that is important to say is that we are not starting a vine expansion project to make a name for ourselves in the city. Our aim is not to grow through transfer growth, to having people from other churches you know, come and join a church plant. But our heart is to, to share the gospel message and to grow the church by people coming to faith in Jesus. That's our heart. That's what we want to see happening. That's what we're burning for. So we desire to see the church grow in, through that way. Through loving our neighbors, serving them, doing works of justice and mercy. Now, God has given us a God-sized dream. I mean, this river vision, in some sense, it's audacious, but it's God-sized. And as a church, we have a responsibility to steward that vision. And so one way we can do that strategically is through starting a church-planting movement. Churches that plant churches that plant churches. And I mean, that fits with our river network, where we seek to reach different parts of Hong Kong and have communities of faith there that love and serve the people around them. So in three to five years' time, we want to send out the next church planter to start the second church plant. Now, you're probably wondering, what might this church plant look like? Now, there's different planting models. One of them is the send and release model where church sends out people and then releases them uh, to be its own independent church. Then there is the campus model, where church plants a campus and then live streams into the campus 
their worship services. Now, we're choosing neither of those two approaches. You know, our heart is to start a church, to plant a church, to be one big vine family, part of the river network that has the vine DNA and where there's new expressions of community, vine communities emerging in different parts of Hong Kong. So we're using a planting approach that is known as the Big Bang. Now, what's that all about? Well, basically, the way it works is we select or identify 75 to 100 people in the vine that then the vine sends out to go with us to plant, to start this church. Now, there are some reasons for doing it this way. Let me just mention a couple. First, you have instant momentum with your Sunday service you, and you also have instant momentum with your outreach. There's just power in numbers. And secondly, it allows us to start a children's ministry right from the start. So we can partner with parents uh, for the children's spiritual nurture and their care, and we can be a community that, that invests in that next generation. Now, a lot of you probably are wondering, you know, where is this church plan going to be? And you already heard Pastor Andrew talk about Kalunu territories, probably. So we have not landed on an exact location yet, but as a leadership, we're discerning where God is leading us. And there are six criteria that we have identified that we want to use to discern where this church plan will be. So let me share them with you. The first one is the Holy Spirit's leading. And honestly, this is the most important one. What is God saying? What is he doing? That's, that's what we want to follow. And then secondly, we want to plant in a large urban area, but not Hong Kong Island. So we want to go somewhere where we are not right now. So we can reach people we otherwise would not reach. And thirdly, good access to public transportation. We want to find a location that's easily accessible for people. Fourth criteria is demographics that include English and Cantonese speakers, but also refugees and asylum seekers. Now, we would love to plant a church in an area where refugees and asylum seekers live. Right now, for a lot of them, it's actually not that easy to come to the Vine on a Sundays because most of them, they don't live in Wan Chai. So we'd love to plant a church in a location that makes the... the church more accessible to them. And we also would love for them to be part of this church plant, using their gifts, their talents, to carrying out this kingdom work of planting this church. We also can imagine a partnership with Branches of Hope where we collaborate in serving the, the refugees and asylum seekers in the local neighborhood. The fifth criteria is few, or no, few English or Cantonese-speaking churches. Now, in Hong Kong, that's not that easy. But we have a reason for this, why we want to look for those areas. Because Apostle Paul, when he goes to plant the church, he plants in areas where the gospel has not been preached. And we want to go where there is a great need for sharing the gospel. And then the final criteria is we want to plant where existing vine members are living in proximity. 
so that some of those can join us and partner with us. So those are our six criteria. Next, some of you might wonder, what might the worship service look like? Well, we're planting one church with two services, an English and a Cantonese service. The English service will build and work towards being a multicultural and socioeconomically diverse community, one that welcomes all people. So wherever you're from, whether you're a Filipino uh, or you're mainland Chinese or you're from somewhere in Europe, it doesn't matter where, you are welcome. And we believe that you have something to contribute to the building of this church. So right now, I want to invite Pastor Ivan to come up here and he will share with you his heart for church planting here in Hong Kong. And he will also um, share with you about the Cantonese service. So Ivan, come on up here. All right, over to you. Thank you, team. Ten years ago, I came to Divine with a broken heart and a broken life, regarding myself as a failure in relationships, career, and every single part of my personal life. I'm a 100% Hong Kong, local Hong Konger, born and bred here. I haven't ever been studying overseas. At the very beginning, when I started attending in the vine, at the most, I only understood around 30% of the sermon. But what made me stay in this church and grow up here during my spiritual journey is only one thing, God's love. What I have experienced in the vine is that it's a church very welcoming, family-like, inclusive, vulnerable to sharing life, energetic and full of joy. People of different backgrounds worship together, an eye banker standing in my left, and a domestic helper standing in, in, uh, to my right, and a some seekers standing behind me, and a person have special need standing before me. But all we serve each other, and also uh, we serve the Hong Kong of this city. Yes, this is multicultural, but this kind of multicultural Christian community is built by God's kingdom value. The Holy Spirit-led worship, the authentic fellowship, the justice-focused serving, a spiritual community that cares people mental health. All these things are part of our divine DNA, and it's been healing, restoration, and transformation to people's life. I've joined Divine as a full-time pastor since 2019, and I had the opportunity to work with the local community during the social movement and also COVID season. God shows me how He brings the spirit of unity to us so that people with different backgrounds, voices, and even political stance can care and love and other, one another in Christ. Where we focus on biblical justice and our Cantonese speaker partner with asylum seekers to outreach to the local, to the local community and also to care for the marginalized and to share the gospel. I don't know about you, but I am the one who has experienced God's grace and redemption under this inclusive healing spirit. 
The situation in the past few years in Hong Kong have brought us too many division, too many isolation and brokenness into the society and also among many individuals. During this time, we see many local Hong Cantonese speakers coming to this church family. What God shows us is people in this city really need and hunger for this kind of faith, hope, and love that the vine carrying. Hong Kong is changing, but we have the great opportunity to bring what God has blessed us to, to best the vine that we can expand to the wider community in Hong Kong. When we talk about church planting, yes, this is to respond to what God is showing us, the list of the people right here, right now. But also, God is leading us to build His kingdom, to build His future in here. Many of our fans left, and also maybe they are planning to leave this city. Many of them cannot see hope here in Hong Kong. Our church planting is our response to God, an act of faith and hope, an investment in the kingdom and the future of this city. The way we want to share the good news and invest into the future is by planting churches with what the vine carrying in the heart language in this city of Hong Kong. Cantonese, the heart language of this city. It's our timely opportunity right now to reach out to many who are healing and in need. When we are talking about uh, the future, it's also about our next generation. I want to show you my next generation. My two beloved sons and my, uh, of mine and my wife, Michi. I can imagine uh, what their future will be look like. A four years old and two and a half years old boy, now they're speaking English very well. Yes, even better than me. <laughs> but as parents, we understand that how Cantonese is important for them in Hong Kong as their future, as a home, which is more than before. As a pastor, we can see how we are called to bring our faith and hope into the Cantonese-speaking local community. We are ready, not because of what we have, but because of God's faithfulness in the past and His promise for the future. Now, let me pass the time back to Tim uh, to let us know more about the church planting, what we will look like. All right. Thanks, Thank Ivan. Fantastic. You know, I'm so excited that I'm going to get to uh, do this together with Ivan. He's such a humble and amazing Christian leader. So I just love it, and I'm, uh, it's a privilege. But when we look at the Vine Church plan, three to five years down the line, we picture a multicultural, multi-generational, socioeconomically diverse community with a Cantonese and an English-speaking service. A church that has built a reputation for its justice and mercy initiatives throughout the city. A church that has grown through evangelism and where people coming to faith is a regular occurrence. It's like the normal thing that happens. A place of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit 
and a place of healing and restoration. A church well connected to the Vine Wan Chai and a church that will send out 50 people to plant the third Vine Church in Hong Kong in three to five years' time. So if God has been stirring in your heart, as Pastor Andrew and Ivan and I have been sharing about the church plant, you can go to vinechurch.life uh, forward slash plant. And there you can learn about how you can support us, how you can be part of this church plant, but also how you can connect with us. I look forward to hearing from you, church. Andrew, back to you. Thanks so much, Tim and Ivan. And I don't know about you, but uh, I am so excited by this. And you're probably wondering, well, that's a lot of information. How can I get involved? And, and so what are some ways that you can get involved as some next steps off the back of this Vision Sunday and our announcement about church planting? Well, I want to offer three things, uh, three ways for you to get connected. And all of these are found on that website that uh, Tim just mentioned. You can go to vinechurch.life forward slash plant. Uh, and that is, a page that just has a little bit of information right now about what some next steps are for you. But let me highlight the three things you will find there. First of all, prayer. Prayer is essential for what we do. We always say here at The Vine that prayer is the undercoat of God's kingdom. It's the thing that is the foundation of everything that happens. And in a moment, we're going to have uh, Sydney Yip, our chairman of elders here at The Vine, pray over us as a church as we launch ourselves into this vision that God's given us. But uh, on that website, there is a prayer guide that we want to encourage you to go on and download. That's a simple thing you can do this afternoon off the back of watching this broadcast, going onto that site, downloading that prayer guide. It's a PDF document that'll give you some tips on how you can pray. We want to stir up an army of people praying on behalf of this plant and getting God's heart and vision for it. So prayer is the first thing. The second thing is, is we want to invite as many of you as possible to join us on a info night where you can hear and learn more about what this church plan is all about. Our info night is going to be taking place on Wednesday, April 13th. It'll be kicking off at 8 p.m. on Zoom. And uh, this is a, a chance for you to find out more information about what's on our heart, what we're doing, locations that we're currently looking at, all of that good stuff. And this is a chance for you to join, not committing yourself to being a part of the church plant. That, that'll happen a lot later. This is just a chance for you to say, hey, I'm interested in learning more. This is something the vine's doing. I want to have it in my heart. I want to pray better. I want to think about it. I might be able to offer some help in this. Um, if you're even interested in just kind of understanding a bit more about how we're going to be ministering in English and Cantonese as we go forward, that's the evening to join. So that's on Wednesday, April 13th, kicking off at 8 p.m. And you can sign up for your interest uh, to join that infinite from the website. And then finally, thirdly, I want to encourage you to pray uh, and prepare to give. Now, at Vision Sunday, normally, uh, we would have a time now for people to give towards the vision that we're doing. Well, um, we're not going to be asking for that today. In fact, we felt strongly by God's presence that he wanted today to be about the release of his heart, the release of his vision, what he has on his heart for us as a church and here in Hong Kong as a city. And so we're not going to be asking you for any financial contribution today. 
We're asking you to get behind this, get in prayer, join the infinite. But on May 15th, that's just in about two months' time, uh, we're going to be having what we're calling Vision Sunday Part 2 on that Sunday. And we're hoping that we'll be in person, gathered here in Wan Chai for that day. And on that day, we will be hopefully releasing to you the location of the church plant. And then secondly, inviting you to give a specific gift above and beyond your normal tithes and offerings to the church plant. So that'll be on Sunday, May 15th, where we will challenge and invite us all to contribute financially towards this. But today is more about the the vision and the heart. It's about communicating that with you and getting you excited for it. So without further ado, let's move into a time of prayer. I know that we've shared a lot of information with you today. I know that a lot of that has stirred you and got you excited. But the first thing we must do is honor God, glorify Him, thank Him for His work amongst us, and then just listen to the Holy Spirit as we as a church submit ourselves humbly to the things that God is calling us to. And so I'm going to hand over now to our chairman of our elders, Sidney Yip, who's going to lead us now in this prayer time. And no matter where you are right now, can I encourage you to put your phone away, uh, just get your heart in the right place as we join together as one voice powerfully in this time of prayer. So over to you now, Sidney. I shall refer to the book of Joel in the Old Testament that talks about um, this promise. Um, it talks about the lost years due to the locust plague, but it also talks about that everybody calling upon the name of Jesus will be saved. So here is the promise that he will indeed redeem the lost years of the locust plague and that he will outpour his Holy Spirit upon each and every one of us who call upon him. Let's pray. Lord, hear our prayers It's not so much a prayer from Joel that we ask for prosperity, for material gains. It's really that we ask for that outpour of the Holy Spirit upon each and every one of us so that we'll be empowered by the Holy Spirit. We'll begin that work of ministry with power, with that dynamite from Lord Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. And that we shall also overcome overcome the very barrier that reversed the curse of Babel, but that we overcome the barriers, the division that arises from cultural or even from political stance. But because of the work of the Holy Spirit, we can reach out to indeed different people and to the end of the world. Lord, therefore, we want to thank you. Thank you because we are so privileged that we can live our life and earn our living and that we come to know Jesus here in this land. And we want, indeed, that we can continue to reach out to many other people. So therefore, at this time, we ask for a special anointing of the Holy Spirit upon Tim, upon Ivan, and upon the entire team who will be doing this church plan. Lord, indeed, even as Acts recalls how the Holy Spirit fills Peter, Barnabas and Paul. Lord, we ask that likewise you will feel our leaders, that they will be empowered by the Holy Spirit. They will be led and guided, even as you send Barnabas and Saul in their first missionary trip, even as the first missionaries wait upon you for that vision to cross over to Macedonia. How you empower them with power, with work, with deed, 
that demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we also pray for the wider congregation, whether it will be the gathering uh, physically in this place, one child, or we will, shall be gathering in the new plants, that we have that united heart. The same passion, the same excitement that we want to partner with you. That wherever we are, we continue to commit ourselves to pray and to support them. And that we commit ourselves, continue to grow deep in the Word of God, in our own discipleship, and in our own reaching out for others, wherever we gather to worship. Lord, we also pray for all those that you have already ordained that will enter into this new kingdom. Lord, they are not just subscribing to the value of the vine, they are entering into your kingdom. And Lord, how much we want to thank you because we believe that the Holy Spirit will also uh, quench the thirst and would be like a river that flows and indeed overflow in all these new lives that come to know you. Dear Lord, last and nonetheless, we also pray for our leadership that will continue to be uh, with that united heart and spirit that is, um, that is bind together by the Holy Spirit, that will continue to listen to you. We continue to walk in faith and that's despite all the challenges we have. Lord, even right now, we ask that this tremendous work that will only come to pass because that is, lit, that is led and guided by the Holy Spirit. And may the love of our loving Father, the grace of Jesus Christ, and that the guidance of the Holy Spirit will continue to abide with each and every one of us, even when we are facing tremendous challenges ahead. But we thank you in advance for the wonderful and great work that we will do and in and amongst us. May you multiply 30 times, 60 times, and 100 times. Amen.